guys it's danielle denise from the girl what podcast joined by surreal camille from the podcast podcast and we're here to do the insecure recap for season five episode two hey girl hey hey girl hey we are in the season is moving the season is moving honey and this episode moved if this actually felt fast i don't know yeah, this episode felt very quick. We were we had a very exciting premiere to the season, but um, part of the reason this episode feels fast is because they went ahead and jumped us ahead an entire year. Mm-hmm. So we are a year past um, Molly and Issa getting robbed. We're a year past Molly uh, Lawrence and Issa breaking up without words. Mm-hmm. Um, we're a year past uh, Tiffany revealing that she's an AKA and thus inciting the rage of <laughs> so many black people. <laughs> black Twitter was up in arms, honey. Pissed. <clears throat> They've never they felt get- so disrespected. I really think it's because it was Amanda. Ain't no way to get that mad. I feel that. I, I feel like if Kelly were the AKA, they would not be this pissed. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And but, then isn't... You know, Molly also a uh, AKA or maybe Molly is an AKA, but I guess since they didn't have her up in letters, you know, she, oh. by the grace of God, <laughs> <laughs> she's escaping with her life. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> thank God. Sheesh. That was wild. But yeah, a year later, a which year is later. interesting. I wonder why they did a year, but I guess, you know, a lot can happen. I mean, it gives time for Lawrence's baby to be born. It gives time for uh, Molly to get this haircut. Um, Love, by the way. And who else knows? I am so here for it. Yeah, but I'm here for so much. I'm here for so much that's happening. So, Me too. <laughs> so let us start at the beginning. So this episode, season five, episode two, is called "Growth." Okay, okay. and. The honestly, the, the theme of this episode because it, it sort of seems like, based on spoiler alert, the preview for next week, that we're going to get some specific character focus. So it seems like this is the Molly and Issa episode. So we are dropped in with a really dope intro to this episode. Um, we see that um, Molly and Issa are doing good, they're doing fine, they're living life. Uh, Molly or Issa is furnishing and decorating her place. Um, Molly has gotten this stellar new haircut and it appears that they are best friends again. And it really feels, it, it, may, it makes me realize how long it's been since yeah. they've been like tight, tight. Truly. Yeah. I love that they, you know, had sleepovers. They were texting each other regularly. It was beautiful. Yes. I'm like, Oh, it's like season one, you know? Just hit her it up. really is. Everything feels copacetic. Everything feels good. But it was, um, and love Molly's hair. Love the short hair. Dude. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. What, what's the butt? <laughs> well, you, if anything, you see where both are still struggling with things, you know, because it's like the same things, the same qualms. Like, if anything... Molly has progressed a little bit because she's you can see that she's at work and she's getting along with all her co- her colleagues, which was nice yeah. to see. She's um, meditating. She's meditating. She's kind of in her fashion bag. Wait, wait. Let me give it up to the fashion this episode. Everyone was wearing some real fly shit. And I was like, where do I order that cardigan? How do I get that blazer? I look it all up. Of course, it's out of my budget. But Oh, easily. Oh, because yeah. <laughs> they are they, they have the budget come on now oh the budget was spent this time but it was very well styled i appreciate all of it as a fashion girl i was like oh yeah molly is that bitch again and i loved that i love yes. that she was owning it but it's, her style really makes me think of what Issa said in the last episode when she was talking about how molly used to have like an ease to her and she wasn't pressed over it seems like her, her her hair has sort of really influenced a style shift in yeah. her as well. So 
Who knows? Yeah. Maybe it's whole experience. It's a whole experience. I will say um, the fashion show part, she, which I'm jumping ahead again, but I'm just <laughs> referencing Molly's outfit there was a little much for the the occasion, but I, I still live for it. Like, I still want that whole ensemble. Do you remember it? Yeah, it was like that 100%. block. It was the two piece, right? The two piece with that giant chain, chain on the mm-hmm. top. I was like, okay. Let me stop acting like I don't like already have this printed out on my wall. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have it in the mail. It's coming. I need this exact outfit. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Still love it to pieces. I want it. But it was just like for that part of the show, it was like, oh, this is overkill but you know what it's fine she's living she's feeling her oats i'm here for it i'm here for it too. i think that it's like almost important to still have that element to molly come through in her fashion because where she's sort of pulling back and um she's i don't know she's just she's dressing a little bit more like who i think her authentic self is Mm -hmm. so i think having that um that boldness and that confidence with her silhouettes let me let me act like i've been studying this shit her <laughs> silhouette was really uh serving uh the story of where she's gone and where she's come i think oh yeah it's very powerful ultra femme it's it's everything like it's it's serving she was serving looks after looks and i was like fuck man where do i find that that right. little, little bralette in the knit pants. I looked that shit up. It was like 800 a piece. And I'm like, oh. well, Wasn't she in that matching that. blue, like, velour looking suit in the beginning? No. That At work? cobalt blue blazer. Mm-hmm. So killer. So powerful. Oh, yeah, no. I loved Ugh, it. She was doing Molly the B. damn thing. Getting it. She was. But Issa was too. Issa had a really fly Issa, it, cardigan. And I was like, damn it. They really did. <laughs> they did this. Damn, <laughs> Honestly, the fashion has really been hidden. Because now I'm thinking about um, Tiffany's green get up. All of her pink and green w- was. Oh, yeah. Like, which are such hard. I feel like it's so hard to wear lime green and bright ass pink together <laughs> And have it not look like a fucking character or like drag. But it just looked, it still looked chic with those wild ass colors. Yeah, no, her dress was super chic. And listen, they they spent all of the coin. I appreciate the costume designer of the show because at the end she sat down and talked with the cast. And I was like, yeah, you did that, girl. So kudos to her. But I digress. We totally are just... Off. Yeah, we went on <laughs> the fashion tangent, and I'm here for it. Listen, um, right. Uh, so we, we we get a sense of all these things that are happening, where they're at in their yeah. lives. Um, uh, Issa wakes up to a text from Koya, her assistant, and then emerges to find Koya in her kitchen without her knowledge. Which was Making wild. some waffles. So wild. Koya <laughs> has the weirdest fucking energy, but I think she is the perfect, like, oblivious underling to Issa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When it works, it works. So I appreciate her for what she does. That. So, um, Koya sends Issa out the door with a bag of waffles and syrup. It's cute. It's lovely. It's wonderful. <laughs> um, we also see um, when we're back with Molly, um, she is sort of going through like this whole time warp of her. She redownloads a dating app. Um, just to, you know, see what's good. And actually, you know, this happens after um, Molly interacts with her mom. Uh, so I, too, am jumping ahead. But um, Oh, yes, yes. Mom. Oh, I have that in my notes. That's hilarious. And I, we totally just missed that. But yeah. Oh, love that. Love that. Molly's mom was so, much. What was the event? Yeah. Was it a What was the, the event that was going on with when Molly pulled up on her parents? Great question. It felt like a barbecue of some type. Yeah, it was some sort of social gathering that that, that her parents were hosting. Yeah, and she pulls up on them. Uh, oh, it's for her nephew's uh, ninth birthday, I believe. 
Um, oh, wow. Good job. <laughs> I, I believe I have this in front of me. I'm so ominous tonight. Um, <laughs> Killing it. <laughs> <laughs> so Molly pulls up and she's really, ha- she's like going in on her parents for not getting like their estate together, their will and such. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess she's been, you know, working on getting that to happen. So it's that same like pressed molly but it it seems like it's redirected to at least a more productive place than dudes that's good true um but while she's at this event and you know she gets she has to be calmed down like molly the other things are happening right now can you like grab a fucking plate and a drink and chill and (laughs) her mom then introduces her or not introduces her but reintroduces her to um and i don't know if he was a previous pastor or a deacon but his name is herbert so her mom is trying to set her up with this <laughs> a youth pastor uh, yeah a youth was... pastor what was his name herbert herbert sounds right yeah herbert looks like his name <laughs> makes you think he looks oh yeah he looks like um, a herbert he looks exactly like a herbert uh, no shade to glasses or things like that, but the <laughs> when when all these components come together to create Herbert, it's not something that Molly is interested in, um, and I can't blame mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> so after this interaction, after like I, I I'm sorry, do you first of all do you have this issue? Do you have parents or family members that like push love or people on you? Um, you know. I feel like my mom, she'll jokingly do it, but I know it's like underlying truth because, but it's more with like babies and kids. She's like, oh, oh that's I guess worse. I'll have a, a grandchild. And I'm like, you have three other children. Like <laughs> they might oh come and give you whatever you want. It just won't happen for me right now. But the estate planning one is my mom with her parents, my grandparents. So my grandparents are very, uh, I want to say they have something set up now, but it took a long time to get them to a place where they would start because they just didn't feel like it. And I'm sure it is something like scary because you're literally thinking about your, your death, you know, like what's going to happen after you're no longer with us. And nobody wants to think about that. But at the end of the day, these things are so important for your life, for your family's livelihood. And just making sure they don't have to deal with the fuck shit that comes with it because it is always some fuck shit. And it's usually like how you're going to you're going to pay for everything as far as like burial cost, funeral cost and all that other stuff. So I I appreciated this this awareness in this show. I didn't think that would be a topic. (laughs) Right. What an interesting thing. And I also appreciate that they didn't go with like the cliche route of, you know, the siblings arguing over who gets what. Like Molly straight up saw that scribbled out list saying who got the jewelry, who got the house, who got this, this and that. Yeah. And it wasn't even about how things were divvied up. It was just like, girl, this is not lined paper. This is not going to (laughs) work. This is not not it. it. No. Get your Ticonderoga pencil. Let's (laughs) Let's <laughs> type this shit, please. Type it out <laughs> and legal zoom it so it's documented properly. Okay. Yes. Yeah. No, so I love it's, that. It's cool to see Molly's like tenacity pulling up for a, a at least a noble cause. Truly, truly. She's literally trying to just do the right thing, you know? And, and. She even apologized to her mom about being so pushy. She did. Well, look at this growth. This is really growth. This episode is is really growth. She has been, she has been being honest with this therapist. She has been, she, Molly feels like she's been doing the work. She's been doing the work. Wait, is she going to therapy? That was, she returned to therapy at the end of season four and just given the trajectory and her energy it's and actually they did mention at the when they were going through her her instagram feed at the top of the season Mm -hmm. um they did mention that she's started going to therapy like right after they they mentioned her going to therapy oh in the car okay got it got it okay so listen it's doing something she's over here apologizing for stuff that's beautiful um i will say i related to her with the setting up of the dating app 
and how she just kind of yes. went into like a warp of all of her past situations, relationships, Ooh. and how shitty they panned out and how she couldn't even answer. And I felt that. I was like, yeah. I think that's why I don't like dating apps because I don't feel like <laughs> trying to figure out what I want initially because it's hard to it's hard to say. And it's hard to say like who I am as far as like dating me is like dot, dot, dot. I don't know what dating me right. is like anymore. <laughs> I was like, what else could Molly do except have a montage of all of her fuck ups from seasons past? Like <laughs> it was Literally. inevitable. And damn, that that was a hard little eight second clip package to watch. Oh man, it was like trauma. You see how she like mm-hmm. flinched? She was like, ugh. <laughs> right. <laughs> like oh no never mind let's put this down <laughs> we know the apps are trouble but we just we just keep going back Absolutely. it's not our fault yeah it no it's not fault. it's not <laughs> but i love that you know she was basically honest with herself she put it down like you know what i'm not ready for this this isn't i don't need to worry about that yet so growth honey molly is literally yes a mirror to me so she's like my reflection as a way and i'm like oh my god i feel this like i think that's why people get so wrapped up in the show because you can really feel and empathize with everything that they do you know it's a lot of relatable shit and Issa and the writers they just have a great way of capturing the the mood and the energy of being a 20 going on 30 something and just Mm -hmm. trying to figure shit out that's it. Just trying to figure it out. That's all we. That's all we out here doing. That's it. It's not easy, but we're doing it. We are doing that's it. That's it. So okay, moving into Issa. Issa territory. Now Issa showed up to. I mean, it didn't take long at all for us to get Nathan back. Which, by the way, we have Nathan, but then also Molly's nephew is named Nathan. Like who? Oh, like snap. the party that she was at. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> but Love that full circle. Uh, Issa pulls up to the auto shop or whatever. I, listen, I see sweaty men, and it looks something warehousey. I, something handy is being done where Nathan works. But Issa <laughs> shows up there, and it seems like she's planning some sort of event that they're having for their staff or their team there. Um, so apparently, Issa is like not just planning her own events, but also planning events for other people. Like you know, her business is. Hopping, locking. Also, uh, we did also get a glimpse at her at the block's Instagram at the top of the page, and she hit 10k followers on Instagram. So that's cute. Yeah, the block is doing it. After a year, that's beautiful. Yeah, and then that this this interaction with Nathan, it's not really doing much other than just reintroducing their sexual tension because mm-hmm. she's planning the events and all that stuff, and she's sort of like pushing him to change the venue to a space that might be outside of his budget and all that. Um, but they're also flirting and going back and forth throughout. Um, and then when Nathan is, they're checking in on each other's plans. And Issa mentions that she's having a freaky Friday movie night with Molly at which they're going to watch any given Sunday, which is what makes it freaky. I can't stand this. <laughs> Wait, I didn't realize that. That's hilarious. She, she said we're watching any given Sunday on freaky Friday. And then she was like, that's what makes it freaky. <laughs> come on Issa Issa is hilarious she is always her that is very true though with the sexual tension I mean I feel like they were probably always in each other's ecosystem since they do events and stuff Mm -hmm. you know so I could see that happening sooner than later um now with her her um what was she doing she was doing a pitch for yes. a brand, right? Yeah, she's doing a... Well, basically, she's trying to secure a, a particular artist that she has in mind to um, be the feature artist or fashion designer at this... Um, basically, this black-ass event that she's trying to host in LA. Um, yes. And they meet with... Uh, they have a corporate sponsor, uh, NBW, which is the water brand, a box water brand. Shout out to Jaden Smith. And oh, is that a real brand? No, NBW is not a real brand, but Jaden Smith and his boxed water. That's are right. Saving saving the world. Basically. Got it. Got it. It was like a reference almost. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very that. Love that. The, ar- 
Uh, the artist's name is Crenshaw. Crenshaw, yes. Come on now, <laughs> Come on now Crenshaw. <laughs> Uh, I was like, a, "What a name, honey!" <laughs> I keep, I keep thinking that he's a rapper because I initially—that's what I initially thought. But he is a fashion designer. Me um, too. I thought he was going to be a rapper, singer, songwriter, right. something, something. The very. <laughs> but he designs. Yeah, it, I, <laughs> I put in my notes. Crenshaw? Question mark. Lol. <laughs> that. <laughs> wow but um shout out to kofi he's such a cutie i like kofi. he is and i i really enjoyed crenshaw's character like his and Ethan's interactions were real real poignant poignant mm-hmm. um so Issa's at this meeting with uh, with uh the label that manages crenshaw and she's trying to secure him as the artist for this event and it's a very, you know, he's just pitching a very black event. This is for the community. He is from L.A. He, his name is Crenshaw. God damn it. He's from the community. Right. And his label exec is really pushing for these more, quote, established, um, more seasoned artists that are on the label. But they don't fit what Issa's vision f- uh, f- for this event is. So mm-hmm. she's really sort of in a rock and a hard place with all this. And she goes to she goes to touch base with oh no no she she secures him before she goes and touches base with Crenshaw, but she sets up a meeting with her manager. I forget her manager's name, but she is she's young. I don't know if she is a child, but <laughs> she is very young. <laughs> uh, maybe, and I think sure. it's Nadia. Her name is Nadia. Nadia. And okay. she, so she, she goes to meet with Nadia basically to let her know that uh, Crenshaw's label is basically providing um, a bump in the road where Issa believes there should not be one. So she, so she shows up to this meeting with Nadia to express concern about this label exec, and then she finds out that. I get they're being brought there, there's steaks, and then Issa sees a third steak being brought out. And then you're like, Oh, we need a third breakfast steak, you hungry girl? And then um the label exec that Issa wants to talk about shows up to the meeting and Nadia says Nadia doesn't know what Issa wants to talk about. She just says, Yeah, I figure, you know, we can all just be on the same page and make sure we have a great event. So then Issa <laughs> So it's a very sitcom, very sitcom kind of mess. Um, yes. How would you handle th- this kind of a lunch uh, if you were in Issa's position? Well, I can't be mad at Issa because I feel like she tried her best. Um, you can tell she's not super skilled in like the negotiating of it all with brand deals and trying to get what you want versus what your artists want. Or, or, the yeah no i will still call him an artist even though it's fashion fashion artist. yeah um because yeah i feel like she set up that lunch to try to keep that guy out of it but then he ended up coming into picture anyway because i'm pretty sure they're like a unit like with all the decision making i'm sure Issa was like maybe if i talk to her i can get through her because Maybe she's a person of color or a woman and maybe she can hear me out a little better. But then she just kind of said, well, I'm going to bring in Tom anyway. And (laughs) now she's forced to deal with both of them as a team. So and with how she handled um, Crenshaw later with how there was certain things that needed to be cut due to budget and stuff that could have been handled a little better. But again, that had to been experience. I know if I was in that situation, I probably would have been the same way where it's like, I'm kind of timid. I'm trying to get what I want out of this, but clearly I have to compromise with this brand who has the money because I want the money. I'm trying to get the budget, but then I have this artist who has all these elaborate ideas and low writers and such and such. And now he's mad at me because I or he feels like he's undermined, but I just really want to make this shit work. It's all I'm trying to do. That's so, it. Yeah. I, I appreciate her effort because I too probably would have been the same way where it's like, you're just trying to tell the artist like, look, this is, this is all we have and this is all I can do. Don't get mad at me, but 
you know, Crenshaw swore up and down like she's just doing it for herself. She doesn't give a fuck about him and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So now she they was got just to a voice of this entity. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, it's just like, oh, you just care about your business. It's not nothing about me. So now there's that weird tension because it works out, which is beautiful, by the way. Love that. But it's still that tension of like, okay, now this is my artist. And now he's probably going to be such a little dick to me because <laughs> right. <laughs> I told him not to do any of this and he did it anyway. So it's, it's it's really interesting to see these characters. It's because they're still bringing their quirks and their personalities and all that to, but they're bringing them to like new, almost like elevated situations. So it's, it's comforting to see them still showing who they are and also uncomfortable to see them still showing who they are. But it's cool to see, like, Issa is still, like, goofy and fumbling a couple things, but she's mm-hmm. doing it, like, while managing a very successful business that she's running. Um, and it, it's just, she's in, a, she's in, she's very clearly, her and Molly are both, like, in, like, the next level of yeah. their life from the previous season honestly truly and i that's what i'm saying like this is beautiful growth like she's finding her footing finding her voice especially Mm -hmm. in this corporate game of event planning and producing so it's only up from here i mean she might lose a sponsor too if something else goes wrong but it's the journey you know i love that she's on it and she's giving it a good chance so far this is it's succeeding so i love the growth there it is. We'll build new bridges. It's fine. Exactly. Right. <laughs> she hasn't really burned a bridge. It's just like some might collapse, but it's some not. Might. Yeah. It's not like <laughs> impossible or unrepairable, if that's even a word. But so true. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. And I loved that the fashion show fashions were done by Pierre Moss, which is a black designer, Kirby Jean. And I was like, wow, they really like the production behind this is like impeccable. It's insane about how much detail they put into this. And it, they really made like a real fashion show. And I was like, wow, this is gorgeous. And it was it was a fashion show. It was a statement on the prison industrial complex. Like it was <laughs> it was a lot of things and it was great. It was great. And I loved how the white dude was reacting. I was hollering. He was scared, but then he, he loved it. <laughs> it was beautiful. And then, you know, honestly, we might as well jump into the fashion show because basically all that happens uh, between the fashion show and uh, this lunch meeting um, is Issa has to go have this conversation with Crenshaw. To, and by the way, to clarify, um, I misspoke. The executive is not from the label. They are from the Boxed Water Company, their new sponsor. Uh, their corporate event sponsor, NBW. Um, oh, gotcha. So, so um, after that, yeah, he has to go and speak with Crenshaw to basically just let him know, hey, the company or the, the sponsor needs X, Y, and Z. Crenshaw is saying those things are really fucking important to me. And they really just bump heads. And I, honestly, I think both of them just could have altered the way that they were communicating a little bit to make this less of a contentious scenario yeah that's what i'm saying like it didn't have to be like that it could have been a little more one professional but two like the way Issa went about it could have been a little cleaner you know yes she didn't layer it on right she was just like so they like you but they want to take all this shit out (laughs) <laughs> yes she was saying and she was just, then she was just saying like these stock things like you know i want us to win together or you know yeah. uh <laughs> or you know we we gotta we gotta do this so that we can get to the next level i want to i want to be with you at the next level like all that shit it's like no 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 settle down be real <laughs> and then crenshaw was just was just trying to flex in front of everybody and just show that he's top dog and isn't gonna be swayed on his vision which i get it's an important fucking vision but in regards to this professional relationship i don't know (laughs) yeah yeah it's hard it's hard when you're that middleman of the situation like you have to relay the message to your artist you have to compromise with the brand it's like it's a lot i can only imagine 
But listen, kudos to Ida, Isa either way because it worked out and it did. they got the sponsor. Everything is peach keen, I think. I really don't know how her and Crenshaw are going to work together after that, but you know. It's hard to, it's hard to really tell which way <laughs> their relationship is going to sway. Um, yeah, hopefully it's but, just business, nothing personal. But yeah, because because well, during the event, so we moved to the actual day of the festioncio, and mm-hmm. um, uh, well, actually prior to that, um, I, when Issa is sort of shut down by. Oh wait, when does she text Nathan? She texts Nathan after the fashion show. Never mind. After the um, fashion show, yeah. One hundred percent. Spoiler alert. We'll get to that. But <laughs> when Arisa, when Issa arrives to the fashion show, we see that Molly pulls up in this outfit that is doing quite a lot, but a lot of it is good. <laughs> yeah, it's it was entirely so great. good. <laughs> but yeah, you're so right. It's a it's an interesting event to pull up like this too. Like all casual, she's like, "Hey, I'm here." I'm like, "Oh." It's she has fully arrived. like a <laughs> l- l- like like a uh, a good nightclub event or a good music festival event or um kind of outfit. Yeah. Um, that's really what that's more so for I feel. Literally anything else, but I'm still <laughs> here for it cuz it looked good. <laughs> yeah. She's killing it. Um so we find out that um, the who was that who was that shoddy reporter from last season that pulled up to uh, the block party, uh, the one that hadn't started her YouTube channel yet, but she was interviewing East. I can't remember her name. I can't but remember that, her name, but the shoddy interviewer is perfect, right? Uh, <laughs> She's perfect. a store brand reporter. Yes. was at the event, pulled up on Issa, pretty much trying to like. <laughs> just uh blackmail her into an interview um like i would love to you know hear hear what you have to say about your event that's going on today um and (laughs) she's basically threatening to like expose her if she doesn't give up an interview um she's later seen interviewing crenshaw after uh his fallout with Issa. so i hope that doesn't turn into anything i hope she hasn't built up that much of a following on youtube but oh my god imagine oh (laughs) <laughs> oh i hope this please don't be a storyline please give us another mess <laughs> not this um, is the storyline <laughs> <laughs> but during the event uh isa finds out that crenshaw has no plans to continue with the removed portions of the show that isa had discussed with him prior and honestly i don't really remember him agreeing to remove those things from the show but i apparently he did but Issa pulls up trying to find out my so Issa pulls up trying to find out what's going on with Crenshaw. And I understand what her motivation is. She wants to make sure that she is able to work in LA again after this event happened. She doesn't want to rub the sponsor the wrong way, anything like that. Right. But I was just thinking, like, Issa, the day of the event when the artist is making these calls, like, what did you really think was going to happen when you went there? and told him to remove these things, once again, about the prison industrial complex, to remove these things from your fashion show after he is after he's showing you that he's putting them back in as an act of protest to you. <laughs> like, yeah. I just don't know what she expected to happen by objecting to him doing it further. Right, she kind of just made it hot. Like, it was either going to go even worse because now you're just creating more tension. But at the same time, I understand because it's like, she probably feels like she's the boss of the situation and he's just mm-hmm. fully undermining her. So yeah, I get it. I get it. Cause I'd probably be the same way. Like, well, what the fuck? We just talked about this. You said, well, you're right. I don't know if he did agree to that or not versus he just kind of said whatever. <laughs> Cause he was very, um, I don't know. He was just kind of undermining her the whole time. So the entire time, which makes me think he did agree to it in some capacity because he, w- I'm sure he does not seem like the kind of nigga that would have any problem letting you know he did not agree to the terms and conditions. Exactly. Unless he agreed to the terms and conditions. Right. It's pretty black and white. Like it's one or the other. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I'm glad yeah, it still guy. panned out. Yeah. It looks I just, great. 
seeing how like the it was one of those things where the event panned out and it looked yeah it looked great from like the public perspective but when there's also just unfinished or unresolved shit from the people that put it on it's it's just uh it's frustrating to have to like be a part of that when yeah. you're somebody who like works so hard to make this event happen like you can't even really enjoy it when right. there's this additional animosity going on between people behind the scenes yep that's a fact that's a fact so i'm curious to see how that pans out for the future episodes i am too i i just after seeing how it panned out also i really just i it's so uh isa could have built so much trust with crenshaw (laughs) if she just would have (laughs) accepted like okay this nigga's gonna do what he wants to do let me just I like I I th- I always whenever white people in metropolitan places are concerned, there is always the white guilt factor, where and the mm. white guilt factor is what you get when you mix white people in de- in democratic places with um, unapologetically black cultural shit, because mm. they like even if they don't love it, they go and show up like they love it because in in uh COVID 19s 2021 bitch, <laughs> people are people are not people are over trying to get this uh disease people are trying to just still not get canceled that's all anyone wants so i don't know if i were Issa, yeah. i just would have weighed my options been like all right worst case scenario let me at least keep crenshaw on my side true very true I do understand. I mean, I would love for that to be her mind frame, but as an Aries and someone who likes to control <laughs> shit, I yes. felt that. I felt the like the need to try to make this happen the best way I know how because I'm new, new to the game. And then he's also new to the game. He's not like a he's a up and coming, developing fashion designer versus already on and popping so i'm sure she felt like she had the leverage and he didn't so she should be able to make the calls because she's the boss technically i mean she's the liaison between the two but she's above him so she needs to feel like he's listening to her so i understand that dynamic where you're like oh you fully undermined me you didn't listen to me you're yeah, just gonna go above so- and beyond and do what you want to do it, it it feels like a slap in the face so it's hard it's hard it i mean is. in the real world yeah it'd be nice if you had that that comfort of knowing like you know what let me trust my artist let's really like dig into the passion and pray that this works you want it to work off the rip so it's it's a lot. It's a lot playing there. I still respect Issa for what she did. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Issa, and listen, I love you. Oh. Yeah. Issa I, did what uh, she had to do. So I just watching some of these scenes. It's just so hard because you want like obviously it's not as interesting if it goes the cool, clean, amicable way. But I was of just course. so upset that Issa was not able to enjoy herself after. That damn event. And I was like, oh, here, here's what we could have done to change this outcome. But no, it's right. there's a lot of ego also in play when you're working in the in entertainment and in events and all that. So mm-hmm. lots of moving pieces. A lot. So when it all panned out and everything was good, the brand uh, sponsor loved it. And yes. she felt like she had to celebrate. She hits up. Good old Nathan. Good old light skin Nathan. Good old light skin Nathan. She said mm-hmm. in the text, like, let's get drinks, I thought. And then they were out of her house. So I was like, that's interesting. But Yeah. I'm <laughs> assuming that because there was also an interview where Prentice Penny said that that they aren't doing like a show within a show this season. And I'm I'm assuming that they just oh. have too much story to tell and too few uh, too few minutes. <laughs> so listen, this episode was like compact. It felt this... like they were go go go, and <laughs> they had to get a lot of story in there. It only felt like the episode moved really quickly when we got to the end of the episode, and I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, it was kind of abrupt." 
Yeah, truly, because from Nathan and Issa, Netflix and Chillin', then they go on the balcony, or they, I don't know what the order of the operations, but they're on the balcony, and then she just says, or he's like about to leave, and she's like, oh, you should spend the night. I'm like, mm-hmm. whoa. <laughs> and you can fully tell that he was like, oh, like the way he looked at her, he was like, oh, I didn't even think that was on the table right now. <laughs> Yeah. It was it hadn't even occurred to me that we could do this. <laughs> Wait, he didn't even like suggest it or nothing. She was just Mm-mm. diving deep, like, yeah, let's uh let's have a sleepover. Nathan so. was comfortable in the friend zone prior to Issa saying that. Yeah. And you know what? I can say I've been there. I've been there where I've like jumped the gun on like some feelings. Like I was ready to do the most and they weren't. And it's like, oh my bad. I thought you were feeling me. No? got my communication cross it's all because you don't talk about it like, that's east's whole thing oh, she yeah. don't be talking about nothing <laughs> and horniness will put some feelings in a fucking time machine and have you thinking that shit's supposed to happen right now completely completely especially after a couple drinks oh what i understood Ooh, and you know he's had more than a couple after that fucking event absolutely <laughs> absolutely so but- they're drunk mm-hmm. In the bed, it's about to happen. It's about to go down. Mm-hmm. They're making out. They're macking. And they are not <laughs> going at it very long when Issa just melts tears and starts <laughs> sobbing. She said to Nathan, I was crying in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you bitch, shut up. <laughs> Be serious, Issa. I didn't even know what was happening. It happened so quickly. I thought she sneezed or something because she was just like, <laughs> I was like, what's going oh, on? Oh, no. <laughs> like, was- oh, God, they're introducing COVID into the season. Lisa <laughs> <laughs> just coughed it into Nathan. Yeah. Like, the tears were so, like, quick and just sudden and abrupt. And she was just like, or he's, like, embracing her, looking confused. Very. And... Yeah. So when she first started crying, what did you think it was about? I wasn't sure at first, but after I sat with it, I was like, it was probably Lawrence. It was probably fucking God damn it. You're not over him. Damn. I guess she was triggered by becoming intimate with another man. And because she says at the very end of the episode, um, I thought I was ready or I'm not ready. Something to that effect. <gasps> That's right. That's and right. that just, oh, that upsets me so much because I don't want to see Issa raising a child this season. I just don't want to see it. I don't need 100%. it. 100%. And it's a year lapsed? Come this on baby now. is born. This baby is out the womb. This Google baby is no Gaga longer in. an idea. It is a responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was like, uh, it was very bizarre. And I did feel bad for Nathan for once because, you know, usually he, he had like a history of ghosting. So before it was like, nah, he's trash. But at this It takes a lot for me to want to feel bad for Nathan, but you're so right. This was it. Yeah, this was it. I was like, oh, girl, you set him up. You said sleepovers just so you can cry in his mouth. Oh, he had every right to leave. I did not blame yeah. him for dipping <laughs> quietly. <laughs> I cannot fault him. If she was crying about the event, I would have been like, Nathan, you ain't ready to support this woman on her ascension. But (laughs) that's not what it was. She gave herself away and showed that she was crying over Lawrence. I would have left too. Especially when he was chilling in friendship territory. Chilling. Prior to that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's hard. He was minding his whole business low-key. She hit him up, brought him over. I would love to mind his whole business. That's filthy. No, he's a cutie. I like him. I like him. You know, he's kind of short. It's like five eight, but I like that. Listen, (laughs) that becomes irrelevant when I'm minding his whole business. Understood. (laughs) (laughs) Understood. I heard you loud and clear, honey. Height who? Height <laughs> where? We're laying down, okay? <laughs> it matters none. No, yeah, he's great. But 
yeah no i I was very uh turned off right there i was kind of sad a little bit like damn you said this is this is it because yeah you're right if it was the event or just being overwhelmed period it'd be like okay all right you have every right to cry release decompress feel your emotions but it wasn't it wasn't that oh 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 and then the way molly ended the episode she went on a date right molly went on a date with a hot big old football player looking (laughs) he was cute (laughs) but was he like a past thing or a new thing I wasn't I hope too he, sure. I just about hope that. he's a now thing. I don't. I don't know either. Could be a now thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of sad, and that's like also where the episode felt fast because they just gave you that thirty seconds of like her waving him down, and that's it. Yeah, because we actually we really this is really more of an Issa episode. We got a couple slices yeah. of Molly, but um, the heavy focus was Issa in this event. But yeah, yeah, Issa is back out there she does not want to be getting any more pictures of herbert uh also <laughs> l o fucking l at molly showing isa the picture of herbert and then isa being like oh his daddy cute show me him <laughs> molly, yeah show me him <laughs> show me the dad that's me i'm always looking for the no the- <laughs> <laughs> no. What's his daddy look like? Not. No, okay, look, first of all, yes, yes to the daddies, please. Yes, yes. Uh, but Issa thought that this man in the photo was Herbert's daddy. <laughs> 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 oh, that's daddy. right. That's what she meant. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. You know, because he right, he looked elder-ish. I mean, he was not ugly, but Molly... They didn't zoom into that picture, but that looked like they got a different nigga to take that picture. (laughs) That did not look like the same person. It probably wasn't. Which would be hilarious. Yeah, but I'm glad Molly isn't pursuing him just to pursue him because her mama wanted her too. That's not Oh, yeah. And her mom really tried to, like, use that on her when, when they were on the phone, when Molly apologized... And, yeah, uh, her mom was like, "It's." She was like, uh, "You don't need to apologize. We're gonna meet with our attorney on Monday." Blah, 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 blah. Uh, but you know who you can call is Herbert. And Molly said, <laughs> "Deuces, diva." <laughs> She's <laughs> like, "I'm hanging happen. up now." All right, good talk. <laughs> yeah, no, that's very mom-like energy. I'm thankful my mom does not try to hook me up with nobody. Woo, child, don't do Pass. it. Pass. Don't do it. So, okay, so what are your predictions for next episode? Well, we did get the little trailer for next week's episode, and they only showed Lawrence. I think he was on a date with one person. I don't know if it was multiple people, but I think we're going to see Lawrence in the early stages of fatherhood. I think that um, a lot of the Lawrence Hive is going to have a lot to say about seeing their savior changing diapers. Um, And I'm ready to laugh at at people crying. I am curious to see, because it's looking like he made the move to San Francisco. Yeah. So how does that work? Because I don't think Condola moved. She's still in LA. So... I don't know how much of that back and forth game he's about to play. I guess I'm here for the the update to see what he's gonna do or how he's. I'm gonna excited live. to see their like cinematography on the San Francisco backdrop. That'll be really interesting. Oh yeah, sure. The way they shoot it is amazing. So I'm here for it. I'm here for all the new eateries. I wonder if that, a lot of those were real because some of them, I don't know. I feel like I know that spot, but I don't remember it being called that type of thing. So. Very. But I do love that they use a lot of actual places out here in L.A. Because I'm like, oh, my God, I've been there. It's real. (laughs) The Dunes. Yeah. The Dunes is a real complex. (laughs) I don't go over there. But (laughs) the the little (laughs) coffee shops and eateries. Absolutely. (laughs) There you go. I will say I I hope that it's not 100 percent a Lawrence episode. I hope that we get some of the other cast in this episode. I 
No, because that's it's only amount. like 25 minutes. So it's like. That's what I'm saying. Our time <laughs> is limited. And I, I, listen, unless Lawrence is in my room, I do not need to spend a whole lot of time with him before the end of the season. 100%. It's not about <laughs> him right now. No. But I am curious to know what he's up to. So we'll see what happens. You, he better get like, you, get, you better give him like nine minutes, right? He can have nine minutes. Just nine. That's it. <laughs> He's getting a more clean nine. <laughs> like low key, that's half the episode. So <laughs> right? we'll see. We'll see. My predictions, aside from us getting an update on Lawrence, I I want to circle back on um, Kelly at some point. I know it's only episode three, but I would like to circle back, see what she's doing, how her podcast is doing, and stuff like that. So let's see what they do i'm excited you, you miss you miss prenny's preguntas prenny's preguntas <laughs> yes i'm here for it <laughs> i just i i hope that please i really hope that they roast that name <laughs> before this season is over yeah <laughs> that is a wild Kelly name for that name <laughs> that's what i'm saying like i want an insight on this podcast and how or what the fuck she'd be talking about so <laughs> What are the yeah, preguntas, I hope, girl? I hope she runs out of ideas and it just becomes chaotic comedy. <laughs> yeah, or maybe her like hookups and sex capades because you know she'd be out here. So I like. Oh, her. Kelly got stories. Is this a real yeah. podcast? Is this one of those things that they did in real life? Oh, listen, you never know. You never know. So I'm here for that, Lawrence, and some more fashions, and yeah. I think that's about it. So, and more we music. India Sean moving on. Great outro song. India Sean moving on. That is a great song. I feel like the music is always on point. They really know how to curate a playlist for these shows or a score. Oh. Is that what it's called? A score? I don't know. They <laughs> they scored a three pointer. They um, hole in one. I'd be yep. calling it a playlist. Like, that playlist on that show is bomb. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let somebody be putting a playlist together and getting the credit for scoring something. Yeah. <laughs> Beethoven going to pull up like, nigga, what? <laughs> <laughs> a playlist who? Wow. <laughs> the audacity. You're just going to drag and drop your way to international stardom. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's, that's very millennial of us. <laughs> so I think it's perfect. Mozart said, fuck my drag. He did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Surreal Camille. Well, this wraps up our episode. Any last yeah. words? Um just tune in next week to Prenny's Preguntas. That's right. Tune in next week. Thanks for listening, you guys. Toodles. Farewell. <laughs>